0: Drop You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. <laughs>
1: Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Zach. And we got, you know, only
0: the two boys in here today. Um, but we have a very special guest. Um, uh,
2: why don't you introduce yourself? Ah, hello. My name is TJ and I am from uh, the band Aviator. Awesome. Um,
0: yeah. So just like getting started, um, you know, uh what pronouns do you prefer? Anything else like that we should know?
2: Thank you for asking. My pronouns are uh he him. Um, and uh I just uh you know, you you asked me on here because uh you know that I like wrestling.
0: Yeah, I'm um,
2: wrestling. Yeah. I'm a g- wrestle boy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> hell yeah you are. Um <laughs> yeah, so um a little bit of background Also oh sir go ahead
2: i said you know also i'm in a band which i think has something a little bit to do with it maybe not uh, uh
0: yeah probably we were just derek and i were just saying how we've had like two wrestlers ever but like a, all like tons of musicians on yeah. the show
1: yeah we like to make the rock and wrestling yeah. connection
2: yeah yeah um i mean it's i think that that's something that's definitely uh something that needs to be upheld yeah in t- 2020 yeah know? hell
0: yeah um. Yeah. Like li- little background. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm not tried to say it that Aviator. I, you frequently say, is my favorite band. So, like, um, and was that way before I knew that there was even a wrestling connection. Before I was even gotten back into wrestling, um, uh, I actually was reviewing y'all's uh last album, and then you know your last song and you know fades out and then a cactus jack promo just starts playing i was like oh shit Shit. Like this band that I'm already super into, like that, that's gonna give you guys a little extra bump in that score right there. <laughs> the Cactus Jack bump
2: for sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, uh, you know, thumbtack bed and nails bump, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That <laughs> that concrete floor The dropkick that he's always doing,
2: iron, though. We don't need that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, so that. The, the I, I guess the, the reason why that ended up being in one of our songs is because I kind of was hoping that it would be in one of our songs since we became a band. Uh, um, I just uh, I wanted to put... Uh, I won't even say any promo. I wanted to put just Cactus Jack in a song somewhere, um, specifically, uh, because... Um, I don't know a lot of the bands that I kind of listened to in the early 2010s, late, late 2000s, early 2010s. Um, you know, a lot of them would put, you know, samples of cool stuff, uh, in their songs, like, uh, movie quotes and, um, you know, even like other songs, they would just like put samples of other songs into their song. Uh, and, uh, I was like, you know, I don't hear enough wrestling. <laughs> I don't hear enough wrestling. Yeah. Like, there's a, like, I think, like, um, I can't think of any like rock bands, like hardcore, punk, metal, whatever that have wrestling quotes or anything like kind of thrown in them. But one thing I can think of is a, there's a Jedi Mind Tricks track. Who for the uh, people who don't know who they are, they are a rap group from Philadelphia that has in the beginning of it uh but it's like ministry of darkness undertaker and i always thought that that was real dope and i was like that rocks like why why do more hard or or punk bands or even like i don't know what we were uh considering ourselves (laughs) to be but um so i kind of like we were in a van sorry to keep just
0: you know
2: no no and, uh, and uh on tour and we were like just we were going over um what was to be the new record, and we were like, you know, I was like, you know, this this quote's really cool. We and I played it for it on you on YouTube. I played it for Mike, oh the bassist.
0: Um, oh, yeah! Shout and out, shout out to, m- was just, to Mike. He uh, mastered my band's album. So good, dude.
2: Yeah, yeah, Mike. You know, shout out it's weird for me to say that cause we live far apart now. So I don't see him, you know, every weekend anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's sad, but, uh, shout out to Mike. His other band, uh, kind King, is, uh, real good. Um, he's in another band with, uh, some of our other friends. A couple of them have done, uh, a fill in. Well, it's really just one other friend. And then when they play live, they have like an assortment of musicians. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I played the, I played that Cactus Jack quote for him and, uh, then I don't know what it was. Like, days later, he, he, we were in the van again and he was just like, I've been listening to that Cactus Jack quote more and more. And I, I think I really, really wanted want And I was like, really? Oh, and I got like, uh, <laughs> excited. And I, we kind of ended up, uh, we ended up doing it and, um. I felt like it was a pretty good, good call. Got a lot of uh, people come out of the woodwork and say, "Hey, I love your band," and also, cactus jack, you know. But before that, I mean, if you, uh, if anybody had seen us live, there's a very good chance you would have seen me wearing a wrestling (laughs) t-shirt.
0: Yeah, Um, I'm trying to remember. I I think you were pretty much all shirtless the one time I saw you because it was in that a basement here in uh Caldwell just outside of Boise it was the hottest show okay. I've ever been to ever
2: yeah. there's a good chance that I mean so a lot of time I always would be the one in the band who would refrain from removing my shirt <laughs> um uh there were a few times though where it happened where it did come to that so it's it is a great possibility yeah I've I, you guys
0: played uh, until called, like, you said that it was, you literally couldn't anymore and ask what the one last song someone wanted to hear was which my friend Jake said a thousand monkeys which was sick. So
2: Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, that's that sounds about right. That's that's one of the songs that a lot of people uh really liked. We liked playing it. We stopped playing it for a while and then um uh, uh it was one that I always kinda look back on fondly, I think. Nice. But uh yeah, so that's uh that's pretty much it as far as the that quote goes.
0: Yeah, sick, and I'll, do- I'll try to remember to drop drop that in here. It's from the song, uh, Does It Make a Sound? Is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, off Loneliness um, Leaves the Light On for me. So y'all should check that out for yeah. sure.
2: You know, if you like sad music. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I always did appreciate when you got, I think you guys had like the quote, um, too sad for the hardcore shows, too, too angry for the emo shows as, like, your tagline on your website for a long time, which I think fits, like, my yeah, said nice pretty well, so.
2: Yeah, shout-out to Mike again for being our, uh, almost exclusively our social media presence.
3: <laughs> yeah, so, I don't
0: know, we take a, like, you know, step back a little bit and just, like, how, when did you first get into wrestling? Like, you know, what, what's your story with wrestling?
2: Oh, uh, Um... I mean, the immediate the immediate thought that comes into mind is my first memory of watching anything wrestling was uh when I was very small. Uh, I went to a friend's house and it was a videotape. I never, I, I certainly didn't watch it live. It was uh versus Jake the Snake Roberts at WrestleMania. Um. And uh, it was definitely, it was like I said, it was a pre-recording. It was on a tape that he definitely got from Blockbuster. When we were kids, uh-huh. it was always like, uh, you know, going to Blockbuster and getting the in-your-house tapes um, <laughs> yeah. or the compilations and stuff like that. So uh, I was in elementary school. Um, I'm sorry, you and, broke up uh, so for that a was...
0: second, but which Jake the Snake WrestleMania match did you say it was?
2: Oh, it, it it would it was uh, Undertaker and Jake the Snake oh, from yeah. WrestleMania. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember which year that was. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: It was early on in the Undertaker's <laughs> I run. Am, so,
2: yeah, I'm only really no historian when it comes to to uh, remembering anything. Actually, I'm no historian <laughs> when it comes. To- uh, if so, if wrestling our, is
0: no- If our other host is here, he'd remember for sure. I'm pretty. I'm kind of obsessive about that kind of stuff but that's still before my time so i don't always remember but right yeah he he would remember for sure
2: yeah um so that is that is my earliest memory um i didn't really i don't really remember getting super into it and of course i did the video games and everything too for super nintendo and i had a lot of the uh the ljn games um Uh, and I think my earliest this is actually kind of funny because I don't know if this is the case for everybody I can't imagine it is Uh, but there was a point I think my first favorite wrestler ever if I was like I looked at him and I was like that guy is my favorite Uh, is is Kidman Billy Kidman (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, and I think the reason why looking back I liked all of the flock um so i was like big into wcw uh but i liked and i liked the nwo you know me and my friends thought the nwo was like the coolest thing ever but something about like raven and his flock that was like as a young kid it was fascinating to me especially like in the 90s um they had the whole grunge look going on and i yeah. was like as a young kid i didn't know what grunge music was i like didn't but i knew the look
3: mm-hmm. you know
2: i was like that looks so cool you know I see older kids looking like that all the time. I was gravitated toward older kids. who dressed grungy. Um, and when I saw like Raven and his flock, I was like, Oh, these are-. And when I saw Kidman, I was like, Kidman reminds me of me. I want to be Kidman. Cause he looks like, he looked like dirty and his clothes were huge <laughs> and uh, had holes in them. And they were like, uh, and he just looked like, I was like, man, anybody can be a wrestler. This is crazy. And, um, right around that time, as well, is when I started uh, trampoline wrestling, with them, which is uh, don't try this at home. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's those are my the th- those are my earliest memories. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. I
0: like saw first saw Billy Kidman in like ruthless aggression era, like SmackDown. And he didn't have okay. any of that cool yeah. shit anymore. And then, like, I like, saw him later in WCW. Yeah. was like, oh my God, like, they just, they just neutered everything cool about him when he came over. <laughs> like, because he, he was a really yeah. good wrestler. He was the first person I saw do a shooting star press, like, shooting star press. But, uh, right.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's like there was some controversy over that in WW. I think it might have been E at the time. They switched over to E. Um, they got the f out around that era. Uh, <laughs> a little bit conspiracy because I think like two weeks in a row, or like you know twice in a month, or something like that, he like hurt someone. Yeah, I remember with the that. Shooting Star Press. Like he hit them with his knee. I think it was Chavo Guerrero was one of mm-hmm. them, and then uh, another one, and kind of like as a fan who, to be honest, I sort of checked out at that point a little bit. I was a freshman in high school and uh and I feel like uh subconsciously, just like wrestling wasn't the cool thing at the time,, mm-hmm. so I kind of like fixated with being cool in in freshman year of high school, yeah you know you know, as cool as a mole goth could be um, <laughs> right <laughs> and, uh, i uh that uh of being fixated on wrestling, ironically, I was more fixated on. The insane clown posse. Uh, <laughs> oh, so well, I
0: mean, that's still wrestling. There you go.
2: Exactly right. What what was I thinking? They've Come on uh, they have wrestled
0: for every major they, American company except now for AEW. They've, they they yeah, wrestled for
2: which is only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah they yeah, wrestled yeah. for
0: WCW, WWF, Ring of Honor, TNA. Like they they just need to they need to wrestle for AEW now.
2: Yeah, I here's here's the thing um tried to go down uh the you know on a tangent about uh you know about the insane clown posse <laughs> but i've kind of been a lifelong uh, advocate for uh more understanding of the insane clown posse oh yeah, yeah, uh, as yeah. far as hmm. where they as far as where they came from you know, being someone who is involved in d i y and being someone who is involved in wrestling. Um, and being someone who's, uh, my first music, my first love in music was hip hop. Mm -hmm. Um, all, you know, all types. Um, I gravitated towards them and like juggalos aside, like no shade, but I, I didn't ever really feel like I was part of like a juggalo community, but I always felt like respect for, for ICP for uh <laughs> i don't know i i feel like i'm gonna get a lot of like shit for that but uh no nah, no nah, like fuck it
0: you know like <laughs> there's like I, everything you're saying like the diy aesthetic and stuff like that like say what you will yeah. about so many parts aspects of icp but like you that is like you can't deny that
2: yeah and like you know they had a gimmick they took their what they knew about getting over as wrestlers and they applied it to uh their music and their imagery and it worked. It worked for them. And uh it's it would be insane, uh no pun intended <laughs> to not follow through with that if if you were in their shoes. Especially in hip hop, which a lot of hip hop is um you know Growing to be the best at something, even mm-hmm. if it's just, you know, even if it's not necessarily like being the best battle rapper, but it's you know the best at being, you know, painted clowns who had <laughs> help from radio or any sort of uh, mass media outlets. Um, so I think that that's definitely something to be uh, said for. Uh, I, I uh, with that. Some of it I do look back on, you know, with nostalgia, you know, rose tinted glasses. Um, uh, you know, I think it's funny. I think it's fun, some of it, but I don't, I don't, I don't go back to it and listen to it, you know, regularly like I used to. Um, it doesn't really hold up the same in a lot of ways. But it, you know, that was a point in my life that I look back on, and you know, I I look back on and I'm like. It wasn't such a bad time, you know yeah. what I mean. And in a way, in a way, it did kind of get me back into wrestling because I started buying their wrestling tapes. I would buy JCW tapes. I would buy the Stranglemania tapes, which are still great uh, <laughs> if you're in. Um, and uh, with that said, if anybody out there who listens to this podcast has a copy of Stranglemania VHS, I would love to to uh hit, you know have you hit me up about that cuz oh, yeah. uh, i might offer you sweet cold hard possibly blood stained cash for oh <laughs> yeah
0: well isai has got some pretty oh, wow. like diverse uh and widespread wrestling like groups that he's part of so bet someone out there to put the call out
2: yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. If
0: you want a re- yeah. real fun weird huh. thing though so the one time uh we've ever had like a televised major wrestling show here in Boise was, I just looked this up. It's August 9th, 1999's Nitro was here in Boise. And the first match is an ICP tag match on that show, which is is great. It's also the, the show where Hulk went back to the, the yellow and red randomly. Like it's kind of this weird monumental show that happened here in Boise. (laughs) The one time we've ever had a big wrestling show here. Oh man. Yeah.
2: That's, yeah. That's, uh, I, was that like the Deadpool era? Remember when they were in the Deadpool with, uh, Raven I, and Vampiro? I
0: believe so, because I vaguely remember Vampiro being part of that match. I've watched it a couple times, but it's been a while.
2: Yeah. I feel like I had checked out of, if nothing else, I had checked out of at least WCW by that point. Oh, yeah. It um,
0: was, it was so, when I, I tried to just watch it cold without knowing any storylines going on, and I was so fucking confused. Like, Trying to figure yeah. out like it was in that era where it was, like Kevin Nash would like have the title and then like give it up for his butt for one of his buddies in like every couple weeks, it felt like. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh Russo era.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um it also it predates my my original watching, because the time you were saying you were like kind of like Tagging out was when I tagged in. I'm like the weird, Ruth- one ruthless aggression kid. Like I started watching in like 2001, 2002.
2: I mean, to be fair, I kind of, it kind of bummed that I missed out on some of the, uh, some of the ruthless aggression stuff as it happened. Like mm-hmm. I watched a lot of that stuff later, um, and I was like, some of this is really good. 2002
0: uh, to 2003 SmackDown specifically <laughs> is my like height of my fandom and that's amazing
2: like that stuff i did watch um you know after it had happened not long after it happened i got back in i got uh, like pretty heavy back into wrestling around 2004 2005 and then um uh like yeah i mean at that around that same time I had started actually backyard wrestling. Uh <laughs> so like and then you know the PS2, I PS2 kid, I didn't have like an Xbox, but um all like the SmackDown vs Raw and Smackdown Here Comes the Pain and these games were coming out and I was super I was getting real heavy back into to, to wrestling and going to indie indie wrestling shows. That's when I first started going to independent wrestling shows. Um there was a promotion that I used to go to, uh, called chaotic, um, John Cena's dad, uh, John Cena, senior Johnny fabulous as he was known. I don't, he's probably there. I don't know.
1: But, uh, he was a ringside
2: commentator. The ringside commentator. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, so yeah, but he had like this heel, like heel persona or whatever. And then, uh, it was funny because, uh, it was kind of like a home town. Cena at this point was, was already kind of, kind of big, um, so his dad was kind of like this hometown, like, I wouldn't say hero, but just, you know, when you saw him anywhere, it was like, Oh my God, it's John Cena senior. It's Johnny fabulous. <laughs> um, and he was on SmackDown at one point. Um, he yeah, got edge punted by Randy. Went oh, it was edge. Yeah. 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 Well, edge went into the house and Randy hit him in the front row.
0: Yeah. He, that he was even more, punted him. Right.
2: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And anytime you see him, like, oh it's J Fab, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's Johnny Fabulous.
0: But um and that's like I didn't yeah, even I, I mean, guess I didn't even think about that, you know, you're from, you know, same same part of the neck of the woods as John Cena.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like uh I guess his brother is a police officer and his uh somebody in his family is a bus driver, whatever. I don't know. You always hear yeah. stories like, oh my cousin's <laughs> uncle is a bus driver and uh, John Cena. Brother's a cop and pulled me over, and I told him I loved his brother's work, and he let me go. Something. <laughs> something like that. That, that's the
0: like most Everybody Massachusetts knows. like thing I could imagine. Like,
2: oh yeah, his brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. His brother. I up to the corner, and I got myself a you know a parliament and a large hot at duncan's and I saw John Cena's brother <laughs> <laughs> by, <and Donald's. laughs> by the dozen for the whole squad yeah yeah, and uh but yeah so yeah that, that that's uh nobody none of us have ever met john cena uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: i mean none of we Tor- we've got tori wilson there that's the one wrestler from boise but i've never met her either so
2: hell yeah sick tori wilson
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it wwe hall
2: what of did, famer wait now. what did she do? yeah what did she do what was this i don't know i don't want to get too far into it maybe she uh Maybe she had a a pretty good storyline during the Ruthless Aggression era that I don't know about. <laughs> uh, I mean, I for all people our age, a lot of us
0: feel the same way about Tori Wilson. Um, uh, so, yeah, like, you know, you talked about, like, starting to go to indies and stuff, and I know, like, you, and you were doing backyarding and stuff, and at some point you, like, actually refereed for a while, right?
2: I did, yeah. Uh... I refereed for a very small, uh, young upstart, uh, independent federation, uh, that called themselves the new CWA, um, and, uh, we basically were just, uh, I, I was, I was trained by somebody who was about the same age as me, um, he was trained, him and the other guy who worked there, um... We're both trained by the same guy, and they do their stuff. Um, it was a very good uh, – very for it being so – everybody there being so young and uh, being so – I won't say new to it, but, like, fresh, um, it was very well done. It was a small operation, but it was very well done. Um, the fundamentals were good. We got a lot of uh, compliments from – people i was originally trained to be a wrestler um and they we just were started to put on shows and we didn't have any referees so i kind of was like oh that would be a fun gig you know uh-huh. and i kind of just stuck for the next two years that's ended up being what i did i still took part in all the basic training um i still learned stuff uh learned how to actually wrestle um and then eventually i uh we we had a few big shows um, at the like the local high school. Uh, there was a local VFW. We had a show at that was very good turnout, and a big part of that was the DIY aspect. I would go out with some of the other guys, and we would flyer the whole area. Wow! Uh, we would That's flyer it. Southern. Yeah, we would flyer Southern New Hampshire. I still have a couple of the. Oh, maybe I can show you these. I still have a couple of the original posters. Um, they're just very old-school, like, large cardboard. I don't know. I mean, this is all audio, so they're not going to see it. But Here, a couple I'm gonna, of... Keep those up
0: for a second. I'm going to try to screenshot them to Adam. Sick. Yeah. We just those, got a couple screenshots of those. those are, yeah,
2: so, like... Um, very old-school. No pictures, just... uh you know, the classic, uh, large font. Hey, pro wrestling happening, happening. I think the only time it says the new CWA is at the bottom for the, for the, the website. But other than that, it just says live professional wrestling and then the date and then what time it's going on and then how much the tickets are.
1: Right.
0: Um, That's sick. Yeah. I, m- I miss like promotion like that.
2: Yeah. And um, I mean, at the time too, I was really getting into, um you know i was already right, at this point i was already into like various types of uh you know alternative music for for a couple of years now but um i was really getting into like the the local hardcore and punk scene um and uh that was really teaching me how to properly uh flyer and uh and you know any basically anywhere i would see like flyers for hardcore and punk shows i would just throw up a flyer for wrestling next to it <laughs> and i started getting really far into that anytime i went to a show there were flyers all over the place i'd flyer the venue with wrestling flyers you know what i mean hell yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah these posters would go up on like light posts and everything um and it worked uh i won't say you know that was it that was the only reason it worked but it definitely something something was being done right uh but that was actually, the, me getting into the hardcore and punk scene was actually uh, slowly the reason why I fell out of being involved in pro wrestling, um, was I was I joined Aviator, um, and I was starting to take that more seriously, and I didn't really feel like I had, between school, which I also wasn't taking seriously, but uh, <laughs> between school, uh, work, wrestling, and now the band, I was like, feeling overwhelmed as like a 20 20 year old 21 year old um and at that point i was like you know what, i'm gonna i'll i'll still be around for a couple you know if you need me but i have i want to put more onto the band Mm -hmm. and have it be
0: the the main thing yeah (laughs) start start starting your own fozzy
2: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, TJ from Aviators in a, in a rock and roll band. Uh, TJ uh, or, or Lark Lark Kessler was my was my uh, referee name. I bit that directly from Fire Pro Wrestling. Oh
3: yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> we used to play Fire Pro Wrestling between like a uh, commercial breaks. Uh, I would go over to a friend's house every Monday night for Raw. It was his grandmother's house. She would make us a cake, and there was a new cake there every, every Monday Damn. and she would sit and play solitaire or knit and we would watch wrestling and eat snacks and eat cake. And then in between our friend had a modified PS2 with the flip top before the flip top was actually a thing. He modified it himself to have the flip top so we could play the Japanese import of uh, fire pro wrestling Damn. that you need the loader disc for. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he would load it up and then, on commercial breaks we would flip it over and we would just play fire pro wrestling and then we would flip it back and this was like 2006 2005 2006 so it's like ecw uh you know one night stand era this is like when cm punk first started showing up um which is big because we all also really liked ring of honor and um uh, you know those those days the good old days <laughs> <laughs> no. The Good old days of Ring of Honor, you know. Uh
0: yeah. It I mean it definitely had like a DIY punk aesthetic back then that like looking back on it, I'm like, man, I'm I'm bummed I missed this. Like I was too busy being like yeah. a Christian jock at the time, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> so
2: Hey, you know You know, uh We all go through it. I I was never a jock. I'll go through
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Being involved in the Indies, how does that like bring you forward like up to today a little bit you know like what you know what's your journey like you've said you fell out of it a little bit but like were you still keeping like you know still like keeping like watching and stuff like when the band was going and all that yeah
2: oh yeah um so (sighs) part of the reason why I I was going to say this, I forgot to. So it's good that you asked that question. Part of the reason why I also quit being a referee, um, was because I missed being a fan, um, Mm. which sounds really weird, but like, um, I, it's not like this everywhere, especially today. It's a lot more, you know, in what they, what they dub WWE and all the modern as the reality era or whatever. Mm. Um, Uh, So it's not really like, you know, kayfabe isn't huge anymore. Um, But at the time, even like the smaller promotions were trying to keep some sort of kayfabe alive. um, And it was uh, frowned upon to go to other wrestling shows. Interesting. um, Like small indie wrestling shows. If you were involved in one, if you went to another one that was like a local one, like if, if like for instance we were the cwa if i had been seen at a chaotic show which it like to me now is kind of ridiculous it's kind of like insane because we were nowhere near the popularity of chaotic wrestling yeah so it's like people are actually gonna fucking know who i am you know uh but it was it was frowned upon but on the other hand uh if chakara came through or ring of honor we could go to that it was no problem yeah. but those tickets weren't those tickets weren't always cheap, you know, Chikara was, Chikara was always great, um, you know, uh, and, uh, but, but like Ring of Honor was always like a treat, you know, like that's, comes through, it's like, oh, I gotta make sure I save money for the, to be able to afford a ticket to Ring of Honor, mm. or, you know, um, you know, if, or if WWE had a house show or something, you could go to that, nobody's gonna judge you for that, but yeah. it was like the small indie shows that were happening, you know, every weekend or whatever, and it became like, all right, well, I can't go to this indie show, even though I really like it because you know, my promotion frowns upon it and vice versa. Like you would sometimes see like bigger names from the local scene at our shows because they were kind of like just seeing what it was all about. And it wasn't viewed as a threat, but Mm. with, uh, with us, and I, I don't know if they would still feel that way, the people who were involved today, if they would still feel like that was the right thing to do. I feel like it was kind of nonsense at the time uh, for us. Um, so I kind of missed just being able to go to whatever wrestling shows I wanted to, um, which which tells me that I wasn't... I, I had no real goals of going very far in wrestling. Yeah. If I did, I would have... And, uh, and, and you know, done it. Um but, um, yeah, they thought I like, also just I was really taking the music seriously, and uh I had specified many times since I was a little kid that it would be really cool to be in a band, so yeah I was, definitely I was uh, kind of following, I knew right away that that was like more of what i would i saw myself doing, yeah, um
0: I, like but I I was yeah thinking I kept... of like I don't know if you remember the time then. Um, things they're, they're called the Highlanders, right? The tag team in WWE, and uh, one of the guys showed yeah. up to a TNA taping, and they like zoomed in on him, like, "Look who's at our show!" Yeah. Like they thought that was gonna happen yeah. at like a local level. Like, yeah. Chaotic was gonna be like, "It's it's oh, check it out! It's the guy! It's the that guy! It's, look at him! Who's come to our show?
2: It's the it's the weird straight edge referee from <laughs> from, from uh, WA who." calls it right down the middle and he has sideburns like <laughs> he tapes his wrist up like a hardcore wrestler because he's always taking the ref that was how i was known i was the ref bump guy anytime i was in a main event you knew there was going to be some gnarly ass ref bump oh yeah uh on the apron or through a table um you know i was a referee that was actually taking wrestling moves and not just cripple you know crippling punches yeah to the, to the Base, you know yeah because you, uh, you had that
0: training you actually could take a bump
2: and you know i was like part of me was like oh yeah i mean eventually i'll be a wrestler yeah you know, like, that part of me like but you know that just didn't end up happening um uh there but yeah i mean so after that i still definitely kept up with wrestling um even though i was literally the only person in my band who liked it um, I was always frequently wearing... I remember we played a show at this venue that's no longer a thing in Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, and the same night we were playing that show, it was The Money in the Bank 2011. <laughs> and I had been following religiously CM Punk yeah. and John mm-hmm. Cena. And I was actually really bummed to be missing it for to be playing a show. And I definitely let the people know <laughs> uh, that I was like bummed to be missing this wrestling pay-per-view that I wouldn't even be alive in person. I would just be there like in my room watching it on TV. <laughs> uh, or actually to be fair, I would have been with a group of friends who were also probably watching it. But um, so I actually missed that live and I was very upset about it. Um, but I wore my CM Punk shirt. I had just bought the ringer tee that he had out, and I was like, Yeah, fucking let's go CM Punk. And like everybody, like maybe like one person there knew what the fuck I was talking about. Uh and he was a Cena fan, and we start no.
3: Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um but yeah, no, that's so that's one instance. And then, you know, through the years, anytime we were on tour, I was in the van. Uh, you know, when we went to Europe, um, and we were on a flight, I would try to have stuff loaded up, wrestling matches, uh, loaded up, um, that I wanted to, to watch, um, uh, on flights and, and, uh, in the van, mostly in the van, the flights only when we went to Europe that one time. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no, I basically, I, it's I, like I, I definitely
0: I relate to that. Cause like, I, I got back into wrestling like right after I joined my current band and like, you know, like mm-hmm. all of it, like anyone who's into wrestling, under, like there's that point where it's all you talk about and it's like, you're yeah. just like hoping other people will want to listen and I I right. eventually like kind of dragged my bandmates into at least being like one of them that legit watches now and I actually listen to our show, shout out Eric, like got into it because of me just talking about it all the time. My other bandmate, Aaron, um, the two of us, uh, like, um, have bonded over just mutual attraction for Finn Balor, which, like, after I came out as bisexual, oh, wow. like, we called it our bi bonding over Finn Balor. Because we're, we're both yeah. bi, so, like, um, and, like, but, like, just, like, the, like, oh, my God, stop talking about wrestling. Like, can we just do band stuff now? Like,
2: Yeah, yeah yeah no, I've gotten that conversation on stage uh <laughs> while we're playing in between songs. There have been times where I would like go on a mini rant about wrestling and I just uh they would have to like start playing to get me to stop talking <laughs> uh and it was only a couple times. I usually try to keep the two fairly separate uh but you know, I was at one show. Uh I think it was our last our last show um that we played was uh a long time ago now. It was uh, fe- uh might have been it was either February of last year in Connecticut. Um and I was wearing a Zack Saber Jr. shirt. Oh and yeah, I am right now too. Yeah, I mean I am I am Oh too. hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but somebody uh I was wearing a different one. And uh, somebody came up to me as we were setting up and was just like, Zack Sabre sucks. It's all about Will Osprey." And I was like...
0: <laughs> well, that person's a nerd.
2: Yeah, I was like, he's good, but he's not as Zack. And I'm biased because uh, Zack and I are acquainted. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah,
0: I remember him, like, posting something about your guy's last album, like, being album that yeah. he, he dug i still I, fanboy
2: i mean oh, we are yeah, acquainted if i saw him at a show he would know who i am he would know my name we would talk about wrestling and we would probably talk about music to be honest uh but it's still i don't consider him like i feel like he doesn't consider me a friend like he considers me an acquaintance that he sees he likes my band uh and i like his wrestling i still s- sort of fanboy oh <laughs> yeah. yeah a little bit when i is yeah, uh i, get I mean that. You know, you know, uh, it, it, I don't know. Uh, I I just uh, I really enjoyed his his work. Um, a friend of mine um, who is also a wrestler um, named Billy Avery. Uh, he filled me in because I'm not on Twitter or anything. So he filled me in that Zack Saber Jr. Uh, is was into punk and hardcore and i was like oh shit and he was like eh. i was like that's cool you know and he was like you should bring one of your cds uh and i was like uh i don't know it seems like a little bit fanboy i <laughs> <even> think <laughs> yeah but i mean like you know what could how, what, what bad could it do yeah you know? and i was like good point Uh, So him and I brought, because he was in a band at the time too. So we brought uh, a couple of our releases um, and his band didn't have CDs. They just had seven inches. I had like aviator had CDs Um, and uh, we gave it to him at the show. And I was just like, Hey, like, nice to meet you. Just uh, figured you'd, you know, appreciate this. I I really like the work that you do um, in the ring. So I figured you might enjoy the work that, you know, I figured I would share with you what I do basically um and uh shitting myself the whole time (laughs) uh but um and uh like a month later he tweeted about it and he was like zach sabre jr song of the day and i was like that is the coolest shit and then i saw him again um at beyond wrestling uh in i want to say it was probably in worcester mass and uh it was either in worcester or it was in providence rhode island um and I was like, hey, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing that. That was really cool of you. And uh he was this was after a match, he was still in his in his uh gear, he was sweating, and he just was like, Yeah, no problem. And he just like just talked my ear off about mm. music for he was like, I could keep going forever. I'm not gonna do the accent. Yeah. You know, I can keep going forever, Oi. And, uh, I, I love how
0: much of a dickhead he is as a character for everything. I hear like how great a person he is in real life. Like it, it makes it so good how much, how great a dickhead he is.
2: Yeah. It's, and it's, it's one of those things where have you've seen, have you seen his like face, his baby face promos before? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, white meat. It's very, uh, Sometimes cringy in a way. <laughs> like when he cuts the like uh oh, Harry Potter's not the only wizard in the UK <laughs> you know, <laughs> type of stuff like that. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, I <laughs> like, I let, like
0: when he's being a heel, like it's same with like Daniel Bryan, like when he was the planet, you know, champion and stuff like that. Like yeah. the things these they're saying as a heel make them the biggest baby face possible to me. So
3: Yeah. Him blaming yeah. Boris Johnson it, for
0: hit, losing the G one is the best babyface promo it's so good. Of last year.
2: It's so good, yeah. And, and like just saying, "Hey, you like a lot of wrestlers fight with their heart, which is commendable. But I fight with my brain. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody does a moonsault to me, I'm just gonna move. <laughs> yeah. Like so good. Like so, it's just like little things like that. I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a I, that I, I swear to God, that's only uh, name dropping that I'm going to do uh, today. <laughs> I promise I won't do that. I'm not cool. It's do okay. Not we, listen
0: to me. We mentioned that our co-host Isai once wrote entrance music for Roderick Strong at least once every couple of episodes. So <laughs> won't yeah. get shame for name dropping on this show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Which I, yeah, I guess, it's like, I, I mean gonna segue a couple other like questions i had um kind of related to that like who are like you mentioned Zach saber like who are some of your other favorites like now current
2: uh i feel like it's kind of all over the place but i also feel like with the with with wrestling today it you kind of have no choice but for it to be all over the place um
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, in terms of like what promotions and how big and how small and um I guess some of my favorites in terms of in ring, uh, I really like uh, anytime I see um, Hiromu Takahashi wrestle mm-hmm. or cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites, um, just in general, um, for New Japan, Tomohiro Ishii um and uh, shingo takagi both of them um i have a soft spot for goto <laughs>
3: um
2: uh doesn't get a lot of doesn't get a lot of love in the booking yeah. uh booking side of things i, I uh, mean definitely... constant
0: never never champion but
2: yeah 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 and um uh i guess i don't want to spend too much time on new japan i follow new japan a lot um so, it, it's definitely bound to be a lot of New Japan guys, but um, I just really like uh, Suzuki Gun. Um, and uh, uh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, of Minoru Suzuki. Mm. I'm a big fan of El Desperado. Um, just, you know, and El Desperado, he doesn't really do much as far as like major storyline stuff or even like in ring stuff, but. Um, I don't know, something about the way he carries himself, the way he looks, like I just like the mask. Just uh I, I just gravitate towards him as a, as a as a worker, I guess. Um and then other than that, I mean, um uh Danhausen. Uh, um, I I fucking
0: love Danhausen. I was literally looking at Danhausen shirts uh, before we started recording today.
2: Yeah, I just um I just uh met Danhausen for the first time. Uh, did you swear? Danhausen came. I did not. Good, I made it a point to not say. Um yeah, I don't have a swear pass, so I, I can't I'm not allowed. Uh you know, uh I think he said only a couple people have the swear pass. Uh, <laughs> I think Stone Cold is one. Uh, <laughs> and and The Rock is the other. Um but uh yeah, um I, I, I met Danhausen for the first time uh, uh recently in pittsburgh and uh very very sweet very sweet uh very evil as as he would say but very sweet uh and uh rj city are you familiar oh Oh, yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah. we we we, we've been talking about like you know right now with all the wrestlers you know not being like losing bookings and stuff right now like if there's any way for us to you know maybe try to get some people on the show and, you know, throw them some money to be on the show. And the RJ city is definitely like near the top of the list of people. We'd love to have on the show. Just talk about golden girls.
2: Just the personality, uh, that's there. And like, you know, there is absolute in, in ring skill, uh, which initially when I first saw art, when I first had any idea of RJ city, it was, um, in Pittsburgh. Uh, and, It was, uh, RJ City and David Arquette Mm -hmm. were in a tag match. Um, and I think Colt Cabana was there too. Damn. Oh, rad. And, uh, and yeah, I mean the, just like the timing for the, the comedy timing as well as, you know, the, just the fluidness and like, you make some of his like maneuvers look real stiff and real, uh. They are real, damn it! Uh, <laughs> he makes them look good. He—it's very good. He has snap to it. There's a lot of snap to mm. to, to the maneuvering. You,
0: you've uh, got to be really good to look like you're not that good. Like I mean, say, like we yeah. talked about that a lot with like Orange Cassidy and stuff. Like, you know, the people who yeah. are Another purposely, one my- yeah, look like looking like they're not good. You have to be especially good to to
2: be like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, I could go on probably all day about who my favorites are right now, and I could be touching, you know, I could go down the line of all of the all of the promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I guess I could do maybe one from each promotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ultra Black is another one who I love. Who. Doesn't get a whole lot of shine these days, but uh, is very heavy on the DIY indie wrestling culture. Um, also fronts a band called Ultramantis Black, which Hell is yeah. a legit grindcore yeah. band. Oh, sick! Very dope. Oh, you're I recommend speaking different <laughs> Yeah, a member of uh, members of Pissed Jeans, I believe. Okay, oh, okay, sick, in, yeah. And uh, all of the lyrics are uh, Earth, animal and human liberation.
3: Oh, so yeah. it's
2: legit. And, yeah. But he's in gimmick the whole time. <laughs> so, that uh, um, and I recently saw I went to Sound and Fury um, this past summer and saw Ultramantis, uh, who I had seen many times before because I used to frequent Chikara whenever they would come through. I would go to see Chakara. Uh, but he faced uh, Darby Allen, so it was my first time seeing Darby Allen live.
1: Oh, right! And, was uh, that the Suburban Fight Show afterwards?
2: It was. I yeah. was
1: so bummed that I, because I was at Sound of Fury too. I was real bummed that my friends were like, "No, we're leaving this day," and I was like, "Fuck."
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I made it a point. I was uh, one of my friends talked me into going into Sound of Fury, which I wasn't opposed to, but I was like, "It's a lot of money and blah blah blah," and I was like, "You know what?" I'm dragging you to wrestling. Hell
1: yeah. Hell I yeah. promise
2: you're going to like, it. Uh, um, my friend is gay who went with me and I was like, Hey, do you want to go to this? And Dom Kubrick and, uh, Jake Atlas were on the show and they're big, like support LGBTQ mm. wrestling, yeah, yeah. um, advocates. They would wear the sh- shirts and everything. And I didn't even have, to. once he saw that they were on the card, he was like, of course, let's go. Um, and uh it was a great experience for everybody because we all got to see wrestlers we had never seen before. Um uh, we all get to see wrestlers who um we had never seen we had seen but never seen live. So that was cool. And it was a different experience. I had never been to a wrestling show like uh with no ring.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Like yeah, uh, Derek went to a suburban fight show.
1: Yeah, I went to the one in Vegas after Double or Nothing and I saw Nick Gage versus Darby Allen. Um I saw yeah orange Cassidy, Marco stunt and Priscilla Kelly, um, Matt cross. Who's just fucking great. Um, and then like, uh, yeah, it was just wild being there. Apparently the, the singer of fucked up was there doing commentary and I had no idea.
2: (laughs) That's such a cool thing. That's such a cool, like aspect, even like fest wrestling, like that happens in Florida. Yeah. Um, the fact that they like when they mix, when they like intertwine, like, oh, well, it's happening during, uh, you know, a music festival. We might as well incorporate shit or like, you know, they're just overall they have like this punk rock element and they get these punk rock, um, you know, uh, uh, people to come in and do little things like commentary or be a manager for like a day. Yeah. Um, speaking of Matt Cross. Uh, do you remember when he used to be called M Dog Twenty? Um, I remember the name. Yeah. So when I was into backyard wrestling, I was also into watching backyard wrestling. Oh yeah! Of uh, like footage on the internet, and then I would buy. I bought the DVDs uh, that were out, <laughs> and uh, he was like a he was like a a star in the like, like in the backyard wrestling DVDs. And these are terrible. Like they were just ho- horrible home videos. But somebody was like, "Oh, there's money to be made in this. Let's put <laughs> these out on DVD." And um, yeah, Matt, Matt Cross, M Dog Twenty. Um, uh, of course, you know, if it wasn't him, if it was just a guy who looked like Matt Cross, uh,
1: and I'm a fool. <laughs> whoops! But I'm pretty <laughs>
2: sure it was him. It was I feel also like the I remember.
1: Wrestling I feel like I remember the name M Dog. I've I've definitely heard... Him. I've
0: at least heard that as a joke about Matt Cross. Like, people reference that, yeah. so... Probably yeah, say.
2: and, uh... They had the the, the the terrible backyard wrestling video games for PlayStation 2. Mm. Oh,
0: he yeah, I was one of the,
2: He was one of the wrestlers who was in it. The backyard wrestlers who was in it. There was, like... There was a weird mixture of, like, playable characters in those games. There was, like... You had your backyard wrestlers. Then you had, you know, actual wrestlers who were put in the game um to give it some sort of clout and then there was like random musicians like andrew wk and <laughs> Sang clown posse throw mm.
3: um
2: you could play as like twisted icp andrew wk um the soundtrack was all over the place like boys night out the oh, soundtrack wow it was crazy yeah it was very of its time it was a very of its time you know 2002 2003 uh gaming uh series yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah. Uh, so that, yeah. Favorite wrestlers. That's, that, yeah. I mean, that's, I can go all day. Yeah. And obviously I just went off tangent. Sorry about oh, that. No,
0: oh you're, no, worries. that's literally all this show is usually. So,
1: <laughs> uh, what would have a couple music related things? Uh, what's the best theme song? Wrestling theme song. Best
2: theme song. Who? Well, uh, See. There was one that I was just thinking about recently that I was like, "Damn, this is a jam." Um, I really like, uh, I really like Brood. All uh, right, that that's on Gangrel so slabs. Yeah, the drums, the drums for me. The drums, the wah wah guitar is cool, but the drums are just so like, poof. <laughs> something about them God, it's so it, raw it's, sounding. So, it's uh-huh. so
0: wasted for how like how short-lived that gimmick was for like all their packaging yeah, and the theme yeah. and all of it was so fucking perfect but it lasted like less than a year
2: yeah yeah um so i guess yeah that would be like of attitude era probably probably my favorite that and like the gold dust theme um was really good and then uh, i really like jake's jake robert's theme
0: oh uh, it's it sounds like john carpenter i fucking mm-hmm. like i'm that's my biggest bummer about yeah. him being in AEW is he doesn't have his original theme because it's it's so fucking good. Yeah,
2: I, I could see that they were, were kind of like aiming for it. They like wanted to give like a hint like, oh, this sounds like Jake Roberts theme, but it wasn't it wasn't there. It no. was, uh, you know, I like my Jake Roberts theme to sound like it's straight out of the, you know, the classic uh, Super Nintendo game. You know, <laughs> I like it to sound like, you know, that 8-bit sound, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, whatever synth uh, module Jim Johnston wrote it on probably was not running much better than, like, 8-bit sound from what it sounds like. For sure. But it sounds so good. Uh,
2: yeah. And on the subject of themes, too, the other thought that I recently had was, like, um, I I've never been a fan of uh, quote-unquote butt rock unless it was a wrestling theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: We talk about that all the time. Like, like, Judas is a terrible song, but it's a great wrestling song.
1: Judas is... There are times where I legitimately am like, do I like this song? And I think I just like the hype of everyone singing along to it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Um, And, like, no butt rock song has made me cry, (laughs) but I did... Almost come to tears when Edge returned. Oh and that Alter Bridge in. I, I, I legit like, did. So Yeah. I you know, if if Aviator were still a thing, we probably could be. We're kind of on a hiatus right now since I moved, but I wouldn't be opposed to covering it. I wouldn't be opposed <laughs> to to hanging up the hardcore boots and covering some altar bridge. Oh you hell know? yeah. I'm- Just get us a paid gig and <laughs> cover a little bit of Alter bridge. Cause you know, I'd still be showing my love for the wrestling, but I'd also be making, you know, the, the bar patron. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. That would suck. That'd
1: be <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> on, and, on, <laughs> on that note, if you could write a theme song for a wrestler, who would you choose? I could
2: write a theme song for a wrestler. If aviator could do a theme song for a wrestler.
0: Uh, and alternatively, cause we've, there's like two versions of this question. If you could choose an existing aviator song for a wrestler. What song and who would it be?
2: Oh man. Jeez. (laughs) On the spot. Uh, we had the uh, sidekicks
0: on once and they have a song called Peacock. And so they were just like, Oh yeah. Peacock Dalton castle. Like they had thought about it already. And I was like, (laughs) fuck. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: Oh shit. Uh, I guess. So if I could write one, um, I guess the easy answer would be Zach Sabre jr. Makes sense. Um, uh, because I feel like knowing what kind of music he likes um, overall, um, it'd be kind of easier to pinpoint. And also, because I feel like he'd be he'd be down for it. Um, you know, if it, you know, he'd, be, he'd he'd at least humor it. You know, um, an existing Aviator song.
0: I have a real esoteric one and it's not a current wrestler. So it's a little bit of cheating for, for you guys, but if kill, go back in time for the killer bees, get an Asunov pheromone. It's cause that's hilarious. That would be great. Yeah. Song about yeah.
2: bees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm trying to think of something that has like, you know, like when Jim Johnson, uh, used to, uh, used to like describe how he was thinking of writing a theme for a wrestler. He would be like, oh well Vader stomps down to the ring, so you gotta write something stompy. Or, you know, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin is, you know, he's he's breaking stuff. He's breaking so I gotta break stuff and really sound, you know, like raging against the machine, you know, <laughs> like uh you know shit like that. So I'm trying to think of like a s an aviator track that really has some bounce to it. Uh <laughs> um I guess so so here's a a, a weird uh Thing that I, that might work out so there's um there's a song by a band called moaning mm-hmm. um where it's called don't tell uh John, don't tell lock what he can't do the, the title is a uh, is a lost reference yeah but every time i heard it, it it opens up their album like called the red tree or i think it's called the red tree every time i hear it if you get a chance go back and listen to it and tell me that it's not like an early 2000s TNA Canadian wrestlers theme. <laughs> uh, like, Petey Williams would come out to this song for sure. Oh, hell yeah. uh, and, it, you know, that's probably put because the, um, it's partly because the, the band themselves were Canadian, but also just the song, the feel, is such a TNA, like, like Canadian wrestler's theme. That's the, that's what came to my mind anyway. So, I guess with that said, the song that that we put out that maybe reminds me most of that feel would probably be Pipe Dreams off the first LP. Um that yeah. that uh album opened. Um would be, I think off the top of my head, that would be a pretty good uh wrestling theme for like a white meat Canadian babyface. <laughs> uh so nice. I, I guess that would probably be what I would go for. Oh, yeah. um, plus, it's definitely it's definitely our most popular song. It's got the most plays on Spotify. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it'd be the catchiest, you know.
1: Um, I got one more weird one. Uh, if you could pit your favorite musician against a wrestler, who would it be, and would they win? My favorite musician
2: against a wrestler. Who would it be, and would they win? Um, who's my favorite musician? Oh, these loaded questions, man! <laughs> I'm trying to talk my way through—not just like dead air, you know. <laughs> uh, I got my record collection right in front of me, so I'm gonna look at this for a second. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah,
0: just it does—if you can't decide, like all time, just the first <laughs> one that jumps out to you—that's the most loaded uh, question ever. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Uh so I guess uh ooh this is silly. Um I was almost just gonna say uh <laughs> Yonzi from Seagoros. Oh my god, uh, yes. Um put him against whew. Oh I'm drawing a blank. Who's the guy who wrestles in the bare feet, paints his face and like is like a dancer? He's an indie wrestler right now. Um. Oh my god. He's got like like I think the Swan is like his his like oh nickname. Uh, Cara Noir. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Current progress. Those two, champion.
2: would put on a beautiful. Those two would put on a beautiful dance of a match. That is <laughs> that <laughs> is such
0: a weird but perfect answer. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I would never thought of that, but it's so perfect.
2: Karen Noir, uh, oh, that's one wrestler that's on a bucket list f- to see live. Mm. Um, I I feel like in the I've, over the
0: next couple of years, like I looked recently because I was like, oh, who is this person? And they started wrestling in tw- like twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. Oh damn. Like and You're they're already right. where they're at. So like they're yeah. gonna blow up. And
2: uh so so that would be um that would probably be my number one answer just because I feel like it's probably the most interesting. Yeah. Um, because and because it, it could go either way too. You could easily have Karen Noir on stage with Seagerose <laughs> doing whatever, uh, yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, there's so many people and, up there uh, you
0: probably wouldn't the, even notice, like for a while.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I was you
0: know, honestly it, it, very stoned when I the one time I saw Sigaros, So that might be coloring my experience, <laughs> but
2: yeah, um, I saw Sigaros. The only time I saw Seagerose was um, at the man um performing art performance performing arts center uh in philadelphia it's this big outdoor venue um and they played it was their first time in the states for five years this was back in 2012 and they played that, for like two hours
0: I, I saw that same tour um i went over to portland to see them a n- big outdoor yeah. place where i'd seen boni ver like six months earlier so it's just like that place is just like where zach cries to music <laughs>
2: Yeah, hands down it was the longest uh performance I had ever seen from a band, but it didn't feel like it and it was definitely the best concert experience. Now, I put I I'm one of those people who separates concert from show.
1: Oh yeah, for like, sure. If I'm going to
2: a show, it's a different thing. A concert is a concert. That was the best concert that I have ever been to. Um and that solidified that band as one of my favorites given the all the other types of music that i enjoy they like stand out as like one of my favorites so yeah um uh, they uh i've seen them live once i would love to see cara Nuara. and i was just thinking um you know how nxt has bands play out wrestlers oh yeah, 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 we, yeah. we
0: got to see poppy at uh, takeover portland which was a trip
2: that's so fucking wild. That is insane. That's crazy. Mm. Um, I love Io Shirai. Also, hell yeah, like, hell yeah. Uh, uh, Io Shirai is absolutely one of my favorite wrestlers today. Yeah, um,
1: Derek, probably your favorite favorite wrestler. Yeah, I miss her. Yeah, I miss her. I too. haven't seen her for a while. <laughs> Hopefully, she's getting
0: to hang out a bunch yeah. of the evil.
2: Yeah. So, um, I I collect I collect I have, I'm, I don't collect like a ton, but I I have this thing about. Uh, action figures uh, where I collect action figures of wrestlers that I feel like I have some connection to. Okay. Mm. Um, and uh, she's one of those wrestlers that I don't have uh, a personal connection. Like I've never seen her live. I don't know her. Per- I haven't met her personally, but she's one of those wrestlers that I would def if NXT put out a, a Neo Shirai action figure, I would definitely buy it and it would definitely stay in the box. Like it's <laughs> yeah. one of those, she's one of those wrestlers for me um because i got you know keith lee got put out uh uh and i don't think he was in stores but i ordered him the day i saw that he had an action figure through nxt i was like ordered because i love keith lee i met him once he was a great guy oh, yeah. um he's, uh he sang he was great he's oh, beautiful man. i, I um, love that
0: he like does his own theme that's one of my favorite themes just him taught like him t- like on it it's it's so good
2: <laughs> yeah not many wrestlers can get away with that you know i mean who, who else you got you got Shawn michaels did his own uh our truth
0: yeah our truth
2: john cena
0: hell yeah fozzy i mean uh, jericho
2: <laughs> jericho yeah uh, uh, does andy
1: williams do his own
0: or do they just have generic garage band music for i've them? never
1: seen him so i don't know i mean well, in aew does A-W, it. yeah I always forget married. that
2: Elias has actual theme music. Uh Elias has actual theme music, but uh <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever hears it yep. unless yeah. he gets the job right. Uh is that bad is that word a bad word? Jobber? I mean do you yeah, like, we uh, use it.
0: We use it plenty. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's true sometimes.
2: <laughs> what's what's the uh enhancement talent? That's mm. that's the uh the WWE Uh, that's that's Vince McMahon's terminology. Yeah, (laughs) enhancement.
0: Local enhancement. There's a very good um, Twitter account that um only tweets out information about enhancement talent. Um, (laughs) from like Raw and SmackDown. Like, so it's really cool and information. Like, lets you know, like, oh yeah, this is like this guy he wrestles in these indies in the area and stuff. Um, and like right after we started the show, actually, Elias. Speaking of which, um, right when he was on Raw and was still doing. You know, just squash matches. Uh, wrestled a jobber named Zach Evans. Um, <laughs> like, I, like, and I had missed the episode. I was listening to a recap, and I was like, "Wait, did Jack Evans like appear on Raw randomly?" And like, re-listened, and yeah. then um, I'm now like Facebook friends with um the the wrestler um who was Zach Evans on TV, who had my name as a jobber <laughs> name. Um, his name's Jeremy <laughs> Foster. And I think he wrestles in Indiana, but yeah, like, yeah. I was like sick my it was spelled differently but you know I got got to be on raw
2: (laughs) it's so funny to see someone's like like um are you familiar with beyond wrestling or limitless wrestling in New England
0: Uh, a bit yeah like it's always one of those ones like I'm looking up you know oh some indie wrestler that I haven't seen before and I end up like on their YouTube
2: yeah so like uh, yeah I mean um I guess right now as far as like the big stage, their claim to fame is definitely like uh, like uh, MJF.
1: Okay,
2: was, okay, uh, yeah. Big uh, Limitless, um, and uh, he's terrible. Everybody <laughs> hates him. Fuck him. He sucks. He's really good at what he does, but he sucks. Uh, I believe it. It might be his birthday.
0: It's his birthday this week for sure. Yeah, just turned twenty-four. Happy. God, what what the fuck? Unhappy
2: birthday unhappy birthday to mjf uh you are not my boy um uh but yeah uh, so um they have a couple wrestlers who would frequent them like uh john john silver uh is one who i love uh he's great he's like four feet tall that's probably that's mean he's probably taller than that um it's hard for me because i'm like six three so everybody who's short i
0: yeah, I'm Whatever. I'm six two, so <laughs> I get it. Yeah,
2: it's tough. It's tough to kind of figure out. Okay, this person—he's a really short wrestler. he could definitely kill me if he wanted to, though. Um, but he was used as a as enhancement talent once, and I popped for him. Uh, he was on like Raw or SmackDown, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's John Silver!" and of And of course, he didn't have any offense, oh, of uh, whatsoever. Yeah, uh, but um. Our, our was buddy, cool to
0: see. I was gonna, our buddy Logan, who's been on the show before, and is his birthday today. Shout out, um, he's a local wrestler here. He was uh, security Happy in TNA once, Hello. which which was sick for him. Like cause he went down for one of the tryouts, and then he got to be security. Like during, I think it was like it was a Sammy Callahan like brawl into the crowd, and he was like got oh, taken yeah. out by Sammy Callahan. Unfortunately, yeah. he had to be near Sammy Callahan, but
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not hard around. to do when you're, when you get taken out by Sammy Callahan, you know, just, uh, the smell alone. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> your ass. Uh, no. Also, he could kill me. Yeah. Um, also. I don't yeah. Try. yeah. I hate how
0: good he's become the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I had just a couple other like random questions, uh, for sure. start wrapping up. Um, so like, um, kind of going along with you know where we started with that that cactus jack promo um if you could hear any of your lyrics given as a promo by a wrestler what song and what 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 wrestler would you want
1: you say i got loaded questions. no yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: you ask for favorite all time that's That's the most loaded thing that's
2: true thank you ah well, let me just open up my record sleeve and read the lyrics now. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, let's see. I mean, it's ca- probably a lame answer. Uh, but I do like, I would like the idea of uh, Cactus Jack reciting the lyrics from. Um, Does it make a sound?
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh at least part of it. Um uh, I don't know how it would come across. I don't know how he would make that happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not it, the the lyrics are very they're not there's not a ton of words in there. So I feel like mankind
0: could channel the sadness in that song.
2: Yeah, in- like the mankind inside the dungeon mm-hmm. uh with his pet uh <laughs> playing the piano. For sure. Yeah for sure. That's a great idea team up good job yeah. uh and um so uh, right off the top i mean if i thought about it i'd probably think of something a little bit better i feel like but uh i mean or heidenreich doing uh heidenreich doing the uh the beginning verse of uh of um denial is despondency or whatever the fuck it's called like, <laughs> our, um we had a song that was like, I remember somebody commenting on, on the song on uh, YouTube and saying, or it was either on YouTube or on Bandcamp saying like, this could be the next great literary work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, a bit too far there, man. But okay. But based on that, if it were a poem, Heidenreich.
0: Hell yeah. Read it out. Hell yeah.
2: Just read it as a poem. Yeah. You know, give me that, give me that Heidenreich poem, you know?
0: Man, I'm sure Isai has <laughs> is a good Heidenreich. might have to ask him to to do that for us. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, Get him on
2: the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, again, I wish I could think of something way better in hindsight, but I've, that's cool. I like that answer.
0: Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then, so I had one last one, and it's only like, it's not super wrestling related, but... Uh you're you in yeah. your lyrics a lot talk about social isolation, uh which is a thing that we're all going through uh right now. I so I was wondering been. if you just give the the world some some social isolationist pro tips. Just like couple a couple big uh, few ones. Social isolation.
2: Uh yeah, uh write lyrics about it and uh Put them to a song about <laughs> social isolation. Now, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, um, first of all, I, I think there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I think social iso- isolation can literally be... Uh, a lot of people, I feel like, have this idea like, oh, he's socially... He, social isolation means in your house all the time.
3: We but were dog. you
2: can do you can do shit like, and and uh, be by yourself. Um, I personally uh, love going to the woods by myself. When I lived in New Hampshire, I loved going to the ocean by myself. Um, and uh, a part of it was that I was, you know, I do deal, uh, I do deal with depression, um, and part of that does come to. A point where I convince my brain convinces myself that nobody, nobody, nobody wants to be around me, or or nobody, everybody's too busy, or you know, which I know of course, like objectively, is not the case. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of really close friends who love me, um, and would be glad in the drop of a hat to at least you know respond when I say, hey, what's everybody doing? What what are you doing today? They would at least be you know, receptive of that. Um, But you know, when, when, if you are dealing with something like that, um, there's no harm in doing things alone. A lot of people, there's like the stigma, especially if you enjoy it. Uh, (laughs) So like, there's one thing to be depressed and be like, Oh, I'm sad. I wish, I wish that I could be in, you know, uh, more comfortable with inviting people out. But it's another thing. If you just, just enjoy it also. If you just enjoy your time by yourself um and uh, as far as right now uh goes with uh, what's going on um uh yeah, I mean, listen to the people who know what they're talking about, <laughs> yeah, and uh and follow their rules, you know, like it. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it. Cause I feel like everybody on the internet has, um, just wash your hands. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I, mean, I am, go out. I am a, you know, more at vulnerable. I'm a part of a more vulnerable population. Cause I'm type one diabetic. Like, yes, please exactly. just like wash your hands. Like that- Matt, Matt isn't here today because you know, his partner is vulnerable and it's, they're being cautious and he's not going out in public. <laughs> so like, People just be smart about it.
2: And, and, uh, you know, there's a a good amount of people out there who are on both ends of the extreme, I feel like. I'm somewhere in between where I won't say that I'm 100% right, but I do feel like there are people who are overreacting. Mm -hmm. But I also (laughs) feel like there are people who are definitely not taking it seriously enough. And I work in a job where I... I'm a medical courier. I deliver specimens for testing from hospital to hospital, from lab to lab. <coughs> as I cough and <laughs> oh my god. Um and uh I it is something that I do need to be take serious and there are people who uh who I see daily who are like, "Oh, washing your hands aren't gonna isn't gonna do anything and i'm like stay away from me just <laughs> yeah. stay away from other people like,
0: like in gen like you should it. just be doing that all the time
2: not yeah. just because
0: there's a so pandemic doing that
2: anyway <laughs> doing that anyway so um so yeah that's uh, uh, i guess i don't know if that's realistically what you what you meant um <laughs> i mean it's, it's, my a real good, answer
0: is, it's good to put out there and i mean also just to put it out there. if you're you trust
2: know trust me I don't know anything, <laughs> uh, but trust me anyway. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, and there's a lot of uh, good yeah. wrestling to watch. Like, if you're like a ton of good wrestling, you know, if we want a silver lining in this, there's infinite wrestling to watch. Like, find yeah. go find something new.
2: Good. Yeah, and to be honest with you, in my mind, again to go back to the right now, people who are like, we are quarantining. Like, we're this is a quarantine. It's not truly, um, it's one thing to, to, uh, you know, go out and be around people. I think that that's not necessarily the best thing to be doing right now. But, um, if you have a way to go into the woods where you're far away from people and it's nice out, um, go into the woods, Yeah, uh, have fun. We, we've got a lot, we've well. got like
0: some of the best, like accessible like what wilderness here in Boise of anywhere for like city. So if you're here in take Boise, like minute. literally takes five minutes and you're in like the woods yeah. from, from Boise. Yeah. So,
2: and you know, if you're not, yeah, if you're not, if you're not already sick, definitely, or not sick at all, I should say, take advantage of the outdoors. Um, and I know that, that that might be like a lot of people were like, you know, that's a real hippie thing to do, but I'm the person I love looking for like bugs and reptiles. Uh, that's like something that I'm passionate about and it was bound to come out at some point. In this
0: talk. Uh, <laughs> um, literally the one I asked, thing I told Derek about before, uh, he ha- like he asked what he should know about. He was like, uh, he likes critters.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love critters. I love critters. And, uh, I'm a big advocate for the microcosmos of the of the cosmos. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, right now it's not really not really going to find much because it's still cold. It's not really warm enough yet for a lot. Um, but I mean, when it starts to get warmer out, there's still going to be this going on for you know the foreseeable future. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we can't at all yeah and yeah. sunlight you know finding something that you know you're passionate about if it if it involves outdoors you don't need to be around anybody i don't know if this is the answer about being uh you know anti-social but uh <laughs>
3: um
2: uh, i try i have been with that said to 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 one more thing to update everybody who may have listened to the lyrics and like you were prompted to ask a question about it uh if if uh if i could just update everybody i do enjoy being around people i'm not 100 <laughs> like oh just leave me alone you know or like sad in a corner all the time yeah no. i get like that for sure um but especially in pittsburgh there's like this weird like thing that happens in pittsburgh it's like a scientific study where it's like people just who live here just go through this like winter blues that's like very specific to our area, I guess. I don't know. My mom sent me an article, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also I shouldn't be touching my face. Everybody <laughs> who's seen me this, I want my hands very well before I touched my face. Uh, the, uh, I don't even know if this is anybody's going to see it. Uh, not,
0: nah, not just us, um, but you know,
2: cool. Well, just so you guys know, <laughs> uh, uh I uh I have been trying to get back into D and D. No yeah. real luck yet. Um, but uh, I have some friends who who I'm trying every week to convince <laughs> more and more. Uh, Derek um, and I mean, used to be part a of a hurt. group
0: that fell apart because the vocalist of my band moved away. So it was a double whammy to me. It's so, so
2: sad. Yeah. yeah, I moved when I moved away from New England. It was like I moved away from. The band and, and uh, my D&D group, as well as, at the time, all of the wrestling that I didn't really realize was a staple of like the New England area. In Pittsburgh, there is wrestling, but it's not as much, and it's not the same. Mm. Um, so it kind of really was like, oh, bummer. Like, all, everything that I like. And I moved away from my job, which was working with Reptiles and fish and insects and, and arachnids. So I moved away f- from everything that like, I would identify them, And, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm still recuperating from that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so, uh, with that said, anybody who might listen to this podcast from the Pittsburgh area, uh, Wants to a start a band, b play D and go find reptiles in the woods, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, what am I on? D D? Uh, all of the above. If there's no uh, pandemic happening, oh yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's do it. Also, I'm a big movie movie watcher. I watch a lot of movies. Um I like watching them with people because it's fun to it's fun to watch a movie, but it's also fun to watch a movie with a bunch of people and like make fun of it. Oh yeah. Um and uh not make fun of it, but wrestling as well. Watching wrestling with other people is always a is always a pleasure, especially if they are also wrestling fans.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or even if they're not, like we've yeah. gotten friends, you know, that aren't like, yeah. e- even if they never fully get into it, they still like, you know, we'll do the WrestleMania Royal rumble stuff. That's like the best. And they get excited about it. It's the best.
1: Yeah. My roommate yeah. watched WrestleMania for the first wrestling for the first time last mania. And then started watching wrestling with me sometimes. Like if she's home, she'll like sit on the couch and watch it with me. And then she went to take over yeah. with us in Portland and like was super fucking into it. Yeah,
2: That's the thing. Um Uh, about that is there's nothing more there's nothing more like enjoyable to me, uh, in terms of wrestling than like showing somebody your favorite matches for the first time mm-hmm. and having them legitimately be invested and excited. Mm-hmm. On the reverse side, there's some there's nothing more soul crushing than showing somebody your favorite matches for the first time and having them just pick it apart meticulously and be mm-hmm. like oh, that looked so fake and, oh, this is so stupid or, like, what is that guy wearing or I don't like that camera angle. Like, all this shit that, like, doesn't matter, I get really upset about it. Yeah. I'm usually quiet about it. I don't tell someone to – like, I've gotten to the point at some point where I was like, dude, fuck off. Just leave it. Let me watch my match. You don't have to watch this. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's
0: these walls people already have built up about wrestling or they're going to look for reasons to not like it because they've been told it's dumb their whole life, you know, and like more than any other art form that I can think of, or like maybe like anime, like, yeah. and I like, yeah. they're, they're, like it, there's a few things like that. that are just like, no, d- that, that dork ass shit. And like, I'm going to look for any reason to like, not like it D and D, I think probably yeah. like before the last couple of years, it's suddenly kind of acceptable to be into D and D, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. And like that's the other thing too is like wrestling these days. It feels like everybody who's cool and hip in Pittsburgh right now is also now into wrestling ever since AEW started. Yeah. And uh that's all that's cool, but it's also weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll say it's bad. It's not bad. Um there was a time in my early twenties where I was like totally a gatekeeper about wrestling. I was like, you know, like, oh you only like wrestling for the attitude era? Loser, like you're fake, you know, but it's just like that's such a weird mentality to have. I don't know, yeah. Wrestling's uh, for everybody, yeah. Like, I'm glad Rest that that's becoming
0: the more accepted
2: thing, yeah. I'm in my 30s now, everything is for everybody unless you're a Nazi, yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And then you go, Nazis, go
0: etc. Yeah,
2: yeah, Yep. Yeah. Mike Pence, no wrestling for you, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: right.
1: even though you probably get a lot of money from it, probably
0: somehow <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, all right well pro- i've kept you on for wait so long think like super appreciate it, like glad' course, you not a on um uh, where can people find you if you know they they want find you and go you know find critters with you
2: oh, um, well, uh, my Instagram. Handle, which is definitely the social media that I use almost exclusively, is um all dot together. Uh, that is a that is a Mitch Hedberg reference. Uh, <laughs> Mitch yeah. Altogether. Um, so that is my Instagram uh handle. Uh I am on Facebook, um, but I don't really use it much um but it's just my name thomas jacopello uh and uh i'm in the pittsburgh area i'm just outside of pittsburgh in north braddock um mm. so if anybody listening is in this area uh you wants to hang find out him. And talk about any of that stuff uh i you know i don't mind you know you hit me up or following me and if not that's cool too i actually expect that <laughs> uh you know, I'm hoping it's one of those, you know, uh, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, that should put a lot of butts in seats moments <laughs> uh, where, like, my brain is telling me, oh, yeah, nobody's going to hit. But then everybody flips over the channel over and the is channel. like, oh, yeah, woo, look at this guy. He's sick. Just, and I become an Instagram celebrity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Turns out we, like, randomly have just tons of listeners in Pittsburgh of all places.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, it's our biggest yeah. demographic.
2: I on my podcast and you are great and so wholesome and handsome (laughs) i can tell by your Uh, Uh,
0: oh yeah thanks so much DJ.
2: yeah that rocked thanks a lot for having me yeah Uh, i I, uh, didn't talk too much Uh, (laughs) no you're good you're You're good.
1: good Shout out to TJ! Uh, thanks for lending us so much of your time.
0: For real, yeah, that was sick. You know, talking to, from my favorite band, <laughs> on, on my favorite show that I'm I do. Yeah. This is it's the only show I do?
1: I guess we should say uh, you're listening to us on the Ease Drop Podcast Network. Oh yeah. Uh, check out the other shows. Uh, easedrop.com or, or Jizz.biz if you're nasty. And we know that you are. <laughs> if you listen to this, I don't know why you wouldn't be. Um, yeah. Unless you're not nasty, and that's your choice. That's cool, too. Yeah, that's 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 chill. Be non-nasty if you want. Yeah. Uh, Go to bit.ly slash merchboys, uh, bit.ly slash Derek's trunk. Buy some stuff from us, since we're not going to be unloading all our merch at Treefort. Oh, yeah. I guess that's something we... Now, I'm guessing everyone who
0: would possibly see us would know, but maybe, maybe not. Uh, yeah, Tree Fort's postponed due to you know the world. Yeah, but you know, we'll see y'all in September. Yeah, give us six months to wait, five months, and then prepare. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. For. So, no, yeah, we'll it'll it'll be it'll be better for it. So. Yeah. Uh, and my birthday is officially postponed as well. <laughs>
1: Until Zach September. will not be getting older. No, I'm not turning 30 until I'm 30 and a half. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, audible trial bit.ly slash suck your own, uh, stitcher one, yeah, stitcher.com forward slash premium use code genuine wrestle boys. Uh, leave us a review bit.ly slash review boys. Um, yeah, all those things. We're going to just talk about some some quick things that stuck out in my head from this week in wrestling. And Zach can talk about what Zach wants to talk about, too. Uh, the first thing was on NXT. Um, there's a lot that happened. Uh, some qualifying. Well, there's going to be a ladder match at the next TakeOver. Uh, Dakota, if and whenever that happens. Yeah. Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim. Uh think Dakota Kai went over. Uh fuck <laughs> I think so. I pulled it up. Let me let me look at my notes. Yeah,
0: yeah, cuz like Mia Yim was like totally dominant this entire match and then Dakota Kai
1: Oh no, no Mia Yim won Oh yeah, no, yeah, Mia we yeah. Oh right. yeah, yeah, Raquel Gonzalez uh interfered but got caught. So mm. um That's right. Yeah. Um uh, like there's
0: there's very little happening in general in the entire world, but I still just could not remember. Yeah. what happened in that match? Um,
1: and then Tegan Knox also beat uh, Gianna Perazzo. So, so far it's Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, and Chelsea Green. And Chelsea Green. Man, next week is the one that sucks because it's Candice LeRae versus Mercedes Martinez. I want them both in it. I know, but it's like I want Candice in it, but it's like Can- Mercedes needs to get built two yeah so i'm assuming mercedes is gonna win but i I don't i don't don't know know about that like yeah we'll see like yeah we'll see i mean
0: candace is the better fit for the ladder ladder match like just the high flying stuff but also mercedes is like just fucking tough yeah so also fits in that kind of match and hasn't gotten that shine yet but maybe it might just not be her time also yet yeah but also that it hasn't been Candice's time for like what 3 years now. So <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: and then one of my favorite things probably that's <laughs> ever happened on NXT happened. Tommaso Champa came to the ring was like I wanted I want Johnny, I want to talk to Johnny. Johnny shows up on a on a Skype call, um having a business meeting in a boardroom and uh to, his motivations are so fucking good. They really are like I wasn't
0: they're kind of what I was ex expecting but done the absolute best. Yeah. Like I was I was wary that like not that the match isn't gonna be great, the match is gonna be fucking great. Yeah. But just that they were gonna like maybe not step up the like creative yeah, yeah. to the level that this like feud deserves. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. They're like-
1: they're getting there. Gargano is mad because Champa came back and was welcomed with open arms. When he tried to destroy Johnny Gargano, he tried to murder him, and so Champa was or Johnny's just like everyone says, "Daddy's home." He's like, "Why? Where's your apology? I didn't hear one." Like, "Why are you this good guy now when you're evil?" And so Johnny's like, "I'm, I, I don't know." His motivations are just great. Mm. Uh, then they started brawling and i'm pretty sure they're remodeling the performance center because they broke the performance center they really did um yeah that was it was
0: i you know you see stuff like this you know backstage brawls and stuff but like the level to which they destroyed stuff was I mean, inspiring <laughs>
1: throwing weights at each other breaking mirrors Breaking posters in hallways, like just so fucking much. And it was just like it didn't seem weird. They didn't try to do wrestling moves on each other, which is always weird in a street fight situation. Yeah. Um, except super kicks, those make sense. Oh yeah. Um, but it was
0: I it, wanna go like just downtown after this, find find some people outside a bar, <laughs> get in a fight with and and start doing some super kicks.
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, NXT was great. Uh watch that segment if you didn't watch it. Uh, because it rocked. And then uh SmackDown had an empty arena. This was like one
0: of like this we'll like wrestling fans and just wrestling in general, like we'll be talking about this episode of SmackDown. Um, regardless of how much like changes going forward, you know, like how many raws smackdowns and stuff were canceled you know wrestlemania yeah postponed like we'll remember this smackdown for sure like because it's so weird like it's you know empty arena triple h and michael cole in commentary oh my it was the two of them were so good like you can tell that like triple h was just like there are times when he steps up Mm -hmm. and he like He's, he's like, I'm showing that I'm the future, like on the corporate side of yeah, this, yeah. of this industry, whether, you know, things get in the way of that or not, or like, he's not like, he's proving himself.
1: Oh yeah. But he also was just having a good
0: time. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he like, I think he knew, like they even said early on, like they kind of, you know, he said, you know, he alluded to, there's a lot going on in the world right now. We're going to, yeah, entertain you for the next two hours. Yeah. And he did that. Like yeah. he absolutely did that.
1: I mean, when there was a point where Nikki was trying to like hype up the crowd during a tag match between Nikki and Alexa versus Bailey uh, and Sasha. Mm-hmm. She was trying to hype up the crowd and Triple H kind of made fun of her for it. And but then he was kind of just saying, like, uh, yeah, this is weird.
0: Yeah. And then um Sasha snatched the mic out of I think I think Alexa's hand. And he went, I don't think she needs to do that. <laughs> because like you don't need the mic to be heard in, like in that room. Yeah. And then like when Asuka came out, like he's like, Oh, she came through the crowd. We couldn't see her. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, he just like made all these subtle jokes. Um and also the the weirdest part for me was when Roman came out and was like looking around, doing his entrance, like he would look at the crowd and like suck mm-hmm. in the booze or the cheers. And then he sits down, and Michael Cole was like, how was that for you? And he's like, that's strange, man. Like, there's no no people here. Yeah. And, like, he kind of, I mean, kayfabe's dead, but he kind of broke this thing. He's like, we feed off the crowd. Like, that's what we do. Mm. And he also said a weird thing about his match with Goldberg where he's like, I am devoted to this art. The art of performance and like just kind of showing that it's not gonna, it's not wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because like his baby face character, like since he came back from from you know leukemia treatments, has definitely been like appreciation of the people actually finally responding to him well. Mm-hmm. Um, which somewhat inherently breaks down that wall, you know, like because true competitors, who cares? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If you're like oh, people don't like me, but I'm winning. You know, if it was, like, a, a true competition. Um, but, like, in wrestling, it's, like, there's the, inha- the implied thing of, like, oh, you're finally giving me the baby face reaction that I've been trying to get. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that, like, it was a little weird. It could have been, like, saved a little bit more if he had just, like, started to do his normal thing. Yeah. But then been, like, wait, like stopped and like been like oh yeah this is like reacted in the moment showing that it was weird yeah. versus having to be asked about it
1: yeah um the only other segment i remember was uh cena and bray and cena like kind of laid into it like his whole thing when he came back for wrestlemania was like i want to i don't want to be in wrestlemania i want to show the future of this company and then this match was like Bray Wyatt is not the future of this company. He's had so many chances. I don't know why he keeps getting chances cuz he sucks. Mm. And like um he yeah, he just kind of laid into mm. Bray. I so I
0: think like there's a couple levels to this. One is I think Cena does believe Bray is the future. Mm-hmm. You know, um or else he wouldn't he wouldn't do this match yeah, before yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, remember his Corbin feud where he didn't believe Corbin was ready and yeah. he showed it the entire time. Yeah. By not caring. Yeah. Um, he cared about this. Yeah. And him saying like Bray's not the future is one just being in character, you Yo, know. Yeah. And all but also Bray now has to actually prove it yeah. by stepping up to his level.
1: Yeah. And his promo as Bray was incredible. Mm-hmm. I think like the way he stays in character so well. And, like, just, like, giggling when he gets into the ring. And, like, I love that part of it. Like, I'm a little soured on The Fiend. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because The Fiend is sour <laughs> Yeah, now. Yeah. Like,
0: why did he, why did The Fiend come out and point at a sign?
1: <laughs> he shouldn't care about signs. He shouldn't care about titles.
0: Like, Funhouse Bray yeah. should have come out and pointed at the sign and they should have like shot like Pyro off on it when he like you know, pointed to it. Or like, like turned the sign off or something. Or like but like Funhouse Bray, it should have like confetti should have come like out of the sign when he pointed at it. Yeah, and then yeah. he should have started giggling about it, like
1: Yay. Yeah, that would've been much better.
0: And then maybe Cena doesn't answer it because he's like, No, you're a clown. <laughs> yeah. I beat you a few years ago and now suddenly You're a a, you're a literal clown, and then have the fiend you know do its destructive thing, and then have Cena respond to that.
1: Yeah, it's just I'm well excited for this match, but it may not happen. Um, I'm interested to see it'll happen someday in arena or somewhere. Uh, But that leads into the next thing I want to talk about. What if Mania doesn't happen? They're building all these stories like. They've stopped alluding to the date on commentary. Oh, yeah. Michael Cole never said April 5th. Oh, no. Since January, they start building, and they build these stories. These feuds can't go too long. I think this Edge Randy Orton feud could be extended.
0: That could go to SummerSlam. Some, some Mania <laughs> feuds, Mania is the first step, and yeah. then SummerSlam is usually, you know, the end or really long ones, the next Mania. Yeah. Um, but traditionally, Mania should be the blow-off.
1: Yeah. Well, and, like, the the whole Goldberg-Roman thing. They can't extend that out because Goldberg doesn't show up. No. Um, Brock and uh, Drew, that'll get stale if they extend it out too much. Unless, um, it,
0: Yeah, unless it is Drew wins at Mania and then wins a, de- like, decisive, like, rematch afterwards. Yeah. To, like, really establish him. Yeah. Um. To show that he can both be the you know the challenger and the champion. Yeah, but uh, they'd have to do that very carefully.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's weird, and it's probably the weirdest thing. I um I'm of the opinion <laughs> that Vince won't cancel it until he absolutely has to. Um,
0: and yeah, until the city of Tampa tells them they have to, but the city of Tampa is like, please just do it so we don't have to tell you. Yeah. Um. They like- well
1: that's the thing if they if. I heard if for like sporting events like this if the city cancels it then they get insurance money the 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 company mm-hmm. so like I'm sure that's what Vince is doing but I also I mean he doesn't believe in sickness so and he sees sneezing as a sign of weakness so I could see and it's I mean I'm sure it's not all his decision. I'm sure there's a board of people. There are, but he's the <coughs> biggest decision on it. Yeah, so it's it'll he be just, they just fired the
0: next two biggest
1: <laughs> like a month ago, so It'd be it'd be cool. I would watch it in empty arena one. Um, oh, I
0: mean, I mean I'm going to watch WrestleMania regardless. Yeah. But um yeah, it'll be really interesting what they do because it it they can't shoot like they can't really make a decision right now because yeah. like the one the closest to this situation I can think of is I think it's WrestleMania four or five somewhere wherever Sergeant Slaughter okay was a heel Iraqi sympathizer champion and Hulk Hogan was going to beat him. It was in L.A. There's a lot of rumors and like stories out there that it was supposed to be in the the L.A. Coliseum, mm-hmm. you know, hundred thousand person stadium. Yeah, um, it got moved. Eventually, happened in a small like arena. Mm-hmm. like you know twenty thousand person arena yeah, um and a lot of there was a lot of like talk that it was like, yeah, the heat was actually too real, like oh. pe- people were legit, like I mean this was during the Gulf War, like, okay, this okay, was not okay. good this was this was a bad decision on their part to go with this angle, um and it was kind of like, yeah like it seems like there are actual safety concerns, uh, so they had to move it, but you can't even move it like to a smaller venue. And call it Wrestlemania. Mm-hmm. Like unless they like just embrace and say this is where the world's at. This is what we got to do. Yeah. Um. I think if it hasn't happened like if there's no sign of it potentially happening in May mm-hmm. like by mid April they have to make a decision to like basically do empty arena whatever like, version of it. Yeah. I think they, like, there's some dates I saw people could, they can push it back to, like, May and there's some dates that Mm -hmm. they can, you know, use the same stadium, move it to then. Yeah. Um, But we just literally have no idea what this looks like.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild because, like, they won't flat out cancel it, but postponing it makes sense, but it's like, this is where they make their money. This is the biggest event of the year for WWE. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's, it's just crazy.
0: It's like when I mean, like in two thousand one, like after nine eleven, the Super Bowl was like moved back a couple of weeks because yeah. the season was halted for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, like all sports moved back like two weeks. Mm-hmm. But you can't rely on that no. right now because no. we we just
1: legitimately have no idea. Yeah, everything's up in the air, mm-hmm. and so like it's. I don't know. It's so interesting because um, I think about it from a, f- a financial standpoint. I think about it from a fan standpoint, where it's like, yeah, I want WrestleMania to happen when it's supposed to happen <laughs> because you just made a Facebook event, Derek. I know, I did. You gotta can't change the date on those. No, you can't change it at all. Uh, but like, basketball's canceled. Sports are canceled. Um, they're they're canceled. Yeah. <laughs> fuck sports. Uh real quick though, uh there's a guy who plays in New Orleans, Zion uh, Williamson. Yeah, who like is paying for all the Smoothie King's sal Smoothie King em- Center employees all of their salaries mm. for 30 days and like he's like 19, right?
0: Uh something like that, 1920, like, like he he played one year of college and then he was the first overall pick this year.
1: Like that's what these fucking rich people need to do. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking he, support the people who support you. Yeah. Like
0: he wasn't the first, like there's been a bunch of players, um, that have been like donating money. So, okay. Like a lot of them are a hundred thousand dollars, which I don't know if it's because the first guy, Kevin Love, huge wrestling fan. Oh, by the way. like huge wrestling fan. Um, he was the first person that they started giving belts to like to other sports. Okay. Okay. Um, Cause when he was on the Cavs and they won the NBA finals, Hell he yeah. was, like, celebrating, like, Stone Cold style. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, he gave $100,000 to, like, be, and then a lot of other players have. It could also be a tax thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Zion Williamson's like, I'm just paying for all of it. Yeah. This is a dude, Um, he, yeah, first year, in, he's a rookie. He's also, like, just barely started playing. Oh, wow. Because um, he was hurt the start of the season. He's been playing, like, a, less than a month. Damn. Like, and is already, like, this solid of a dude, So, so went to duke which is my college team so
1: nice yeah that's like a, a side note thing but it's yeah, it's sick like right. everything is is done uh for now it's like all postponed we don't know what's gonna happen and it's fucking weird and watching wrestling this way it's very strange because like takeover there's supposed to be takeover uk soon right there uh, was I don't remember the Finn Walter one. Well, that was going to just happen at Tampa. Oh,
0: um, oh, okay. And even if takeover does happen, Walter's not getting in this country. Yeah, He's from Austria. Yeah. um and worked in Germany, and specifically the part of Germany that is part of the the European travel ban. Yeah. Um he's not getting into this country right now, so even if takeover happens that match is going to be postponed.
1: Yeah. One thing that is super interesting about it is Usually when shit happens, wrestling WWE specifically gets good. <laughs> um Yeah, when they have to like when they have to scramble. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to see that. Yeah. More than anything. I think this episode of SmackDown was like
0: it was weird. It was
1: weird and but it was so fun. Like, yeah. And like that was like the whole point of it was like they were just having fun. But Bailey, I mean that the match, the tag match, like they were giving it their all. Like, it wasn't like they weren't wrestling for no one. Except uh,
0: during the commercials, they
1: did stop wrestling.
0: It got... Um, they didn't think about the fact that some European distributors don't show commercials. Oh. Um, or show different commercials, like, like different, like, due to different regulations and countries yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff about commercials, and cut to a feed inside the arena, which is a normal thing they will cut to, like, the feed. Yeah, yeah. there's no commentary or whatever, but they had stopped wrestling.
1: <laughs> I mean...
0: Which like makes <laughs> why, why, sense. Why, why I, I, would you? I I think it sucks that it got exposed like yeah, that. But Triple H like wrestle for me. Yeah, but I'm um, I'm
1: glad that they were just like,
0: oh yeah, let's just stop until we're back. Yeah, uh,
1: but like this time really sucks for independent wrestlers, um, because they're losing a lot of bookings and they that's their income. Mm-hmm. So. If you can find your favorite independent wrestler, if they got a Patreon, give them some money. Um, if they
0: have their own merch store, that's like, you know, that they specifically like off their own website. Yeah. Uh, buy something from that. Yeah. If, if not, buy something off their pro wrestling tees or their what a what, what a maneuver. Yeah. If they have what a maneuver. It does give them more money. Yeah. By yeah. the way.
1: Um. But just, yeah, support them however you can. You yeah. Know? Like. And I mean, this is a, I mean, this is just a normal public service thing, but like, be nice to people, uh, when you're out in public, um, support local businesses cause they're mm-hmm. really getting hurt right now.
0: Especially like Asian owned businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. like go to, go to your favorite, like Chinese restaurant right now, go yeah. to Asian market. If you're going out, if you're going to buy, spend money out in the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, get takeout. Like uh uh like Mira who's been on the show. Um is gonna do curbside service where they just bring your food out to you. I like, actually ate lunch at Ramapong today. Shout out. Shout Rams. out. Um it's yeah, it's like I mean, you don't gotta go out in public, have stuff delivered. But people in the service industry, I feel like are gonna get hit the mm-hmm. hardest. Tip tip is like I understand
0: like all of us are going to be in different financial means, yeah, yeah. so, like, you know, don't overextend yourself, but tip 30% if you can right now, like, because yeah. everyone's, like, people who rely on tips are going down. Don't fucking hoard stuff unless you need to. Yeah, like... uh And if you have already, find, a, you know, find a person more at risk than you.
1: Yeah. And find yeah. out if they need shit. Yeah. Uh The fact that in bigger towns, all the Whole Foods are out of things, and... um the smaller grocery stores aren't just shows the people who are freaking about this maybe aren't the ones who should be yep um but yeah um that was me being very serious so Mm. let's let's and like
0: our our you know our depending on how much wrestling we have to cover we'll find stuff
1: to talk about yeah so yeah speaking of which let's get into some some weird weird some things. Rapid we fire do, questions. Should we do Isai's first or Blur's? first? Let's do E first because Blur's the best.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> Emma's trans Right questions corner.
1: Yeah. Um, this is my text for thread with just Zach. Here we go. Uh here's some ones from Esi. Best biscuit from a fast food place. Hmm. Well, I like Popeyes. Yeah. Um I don't like or support KFC. <laughs> Uh, but their biscuits rock. They are good. Uh, you know what? Also, I've been on the McMuffin train for a while, but I used to just eat sausage biscuit sandwiches from uh McDonald's. Those rock too. Yeah. But I guess I'll probably go with KFC because those Popeyes biscuits just dry out your mouth. Mm, I love
0: them though. Um, it's I don't know if it can legally count as food, but McGriddles. I don't. I don't care where that flavor comes from. I oh, just yeah. care that it goes into me. Hell yeah!
1: I need to try that McChicken micro at all. Oh, I know. You um, did you ever have a time in your wrestling fandom where someone has made fun of you for it? Um, Anya. Hans- <laughs> no, just
0: kidding. No, I mean she does, but it's worth. It's I deserve
1: it. When yeah, yeah. When, when she does, I yeah.
0: deserve it. Um. I can't think of anything because I like when I was a kid and watched, I kept it a secret, yeah, yeah, um, and then I don't know when I started getting back into it, people didn't get it. It was before we had this show and before like there were a few people that started getting into wrestling, yeah, yeah, um, the people just I think people just didn't get it,
1: yeah, um, when I first started the show I was dating somebody who absolutely hated wrestling and I tried so hard I was just like watch this match watch this match um if someone you know doesn't like blood don't show them Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan versus the Young Bucks I learned that was a bad idea and um she refused to watch any wrestling content after that um I have a friend who anytime (laughs) I talk about wrestling he leaves and I think that's really funny was this? Uh Cameron Brizzy? Yeah. Um, and then one time I called I, him out on it and he's like, I don't do that. And I was like, dude, you have? And he was like, okay. Yeah, I remember that happened when you and I were out on the patio at Neuralux once. Yeah. Uh my favorite uh situation that ever happened was um my friend Taylor Dickey started dating uh the person he's with still, uh Mackenzie. And it was the first time I met her and uh taylor was like yeah derek does a podcast and her eyes lit up she was just like oh what's your podcast about and i was like oh it's about professional wrestling just instant dead eyes and i was just like i like laughed because i was like that's 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 the expected reaction that is the response but no one's ever like insulted me for liking it like yeah um east side story is uh um he was once called a man child from a girl because he wanted to order a Shinsuke Nakamura poster. <laughs> um, and that's when you know it's not gonna work out. Um, what's the moment in your wrestling fandom where it clicked for you?
0: That's a good question. I like I don't know if there's a single moment. Like I de- definitely remember a Hardy Boys match okay. being like one of the earliest things I watched, but I that was like it clicked that I was interested. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a single moment, but it's, I mean, I've talked about it. it's a Lesnar Angle feud. Yeah, like from two thousand two, two thousand three, but I I don't know if there's a single moment. Yeah. Um. What? Getting back into it, what the women's championship match at WrestleMania thirty two. Mm-hmm. Um. Just like. It's a it's still a good rewatch. Which like, one is it? Um it's Triple Threat. It's when they introduced the women's championship. They okay. retired the Divas Championship. Um it's a terrible WrestleMania, but this match is solid. Um it's Becky Charlotte and Sasha okay, Triple okay. Threat. Snoop Dogg did Sasha's entrance. Um it was really good. And like it, it might have honestly been like the Snoop Dogg entrance with <laughs> Sasha being like, "Oh shit, this is cool because you just would have never seen that for like women's wrestling back yeah, then." Yeah, yeah. And that like for me like getting like interested again
1: yeah i would say mine was watching nxt consistently and more specifically the nikki cross versus oscar match yeah that's when i was like okay i'm all in on this because like right before we started the show i was getting into it more and that's why we started talking mm-hmm. in the first place i
0: was just facebook messaging you yeah yeah very long things because <laughs> I had no one to talk to re- about wrestling with.
1: And I like I don't remember why I started watching more and more and more during that cuz I watched almost every pay-per-view with ECW. Um but it was never a thing I was like, "Oh, this is a fun thing." It's like what me watching the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck about football, but I'll watch the Super Bowl. Um and then it just got I don't know when I don't even know why I started watching consistently, but and I was just like, it was NXT, though, for sure, where I was just like, okay, this is this is what I like.
0: Yeah, it was probably, I mean, it took me a while to start watching weekly NXT, but like, I watched uh, Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor, like, very early on into me being interested in wrestling again. Yeah. And like, take o- that, I think it's Takeover the End, is the one that I watched. It was the last one before they just started doing Cities. Yeah. And it was... Like oh this shit wrestling's good yeah hell yeah
1: um and then uh what's your what's the best wrestling snack um at home and live? Mm. I would say home it's my world famous pretzel Oh, nah, fuck off <laughs> um I don't know I like I like palm cheese just fucking give me give me some chips and some palm cheese I love dips I like taking chips and dipping them into stuff. Mm. That, I would say solid. that. I would say that uh, for both.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm at home, it's just like a box of Cheez Its because I'm literally just usually just sitting there watching by myself. And you if know?
1: you're with a group of people, it's a bag of Doritos,
0: bag of Doritos or salsitas. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my and you know, and a diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Like I can't go anywhere without.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. All right. Blurred time. <sighs> Do you think you could eat 10 pieces of Long John Silver's fish? Yes. I haven't eaten fast food fish in a very long time. Um, I'm a skipper's man myself. Someone's here. Um I I like I used to fuck with skipper's real heavy. Um I actually don't know that I if
0: there was a prize, I could <laughs> eat just about anything. Yeah. Without one, probably not.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I could eat 10 pieces of fast food fried mm. fish.
0: Um, I can't do white fish since I, I went to the Philippines in high school and just, it was all good, but that's all I ate for like two weeks. Like, that's all like what we'd get fed was like white fish and rice. Yeah. Fish, and I just, I can't do it <laughs> unless I have to.
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's what I would. No, I couldn't. Uh, if WrestleMania slash AEW get canceled, what are y'all even going to talk about when no wrestling is going we're on? We're gonna go back to the format we were supposed to go <laughs> to a year ago. Um, we're gonna fucking talk about you, Emma. We're just gonna have Emma episodes where we just talk about you and how cool you are. Okay.
0: Um. But no, we'll like just do our topics thing that we're supposed to.
1: Yeah, and like I don't think they're gonna cancel it. I mean, it'll get postponed. We, but, but I mean. They're not going to cancel weekly wrestling.
0: No, they'll find ways. AEW's already moving to the weird little arena on the side of the Jaguar Stadium. Yeah. And if it's in front of no one, so be it.
1: Yeah. Like, that's just what they'll do for the time being. Like, when it was at Disneyland. Unless
0: Unless wrestlers start getting diagnosed. Yes. Like the NBA.
1: Yeah. If it becomes an NBA situation,
0: that's different.
1: But, like, there's so much wrestling content. We'll just talk about old shit. Yeah. I want to learn more about Raven. Simone, not so raven. Not so much these days. <laughs> um, okay. And what's the play the best place to get bone in fried chicken? No canes, Derek. You know what? When I put my dick in that piece of chicken, there's a bone in it.
0: Gross. Um the <laughs> best bone in chicken I've ever had was at um now called T Mobile Park. It used to be called Safeco Park oh, in Seattle. Wow. Um they had like a bunch of like local vendors. Oh, and sick, shit. sick. Um like, which was really cool. It's really cool. I don't. It's been a decade since I've been there, but they had like local, like Japanese-owned sushi things, and then like there was like a really cool so, like soul food. Oh, right. Stand that was out past left field behind the bullpen. I have no idea
1: what it's called. But it was really good. That that rocks. Um, I would say my favorite fried chicken. My mom makes a mean fried chicken. Um, but I would say. Uh, hot yay in Portland, Oregon. Um, it's fried chicken. It's like coconut crusted, and you dip it into some Thai curry, and it is wonderful. It is wonderful. That's it. That's all the questions. Sick. Um, yeah, I we'll we'll just wrap it up here now. Um thank you all for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks again to TJ for coming on. That was super sick.
1: Um, oh yeah. Um our, uh, we'll we'll end this episode out with our our good friend David Lynch. Oh yeah, um,
0: Jesus! This episode's <laughs> all over the place.
1: <laughs> our good friend David Lynch uh, recorded a thing um, about professional wrestling. Uh, shout out to Dash uh, Kowalski. Um, I shouldn't have said your name without reading it because um, I probably said it wrong. I apologize, Dash. Uh, they are providing content. Uh, David Lynch explaining things if you um, give them if you donate five dollars to Bernie Sanders uh, lots of Pokemon Pokemon or wrestling you can request whatever you want and it rocks so check it out Um, donate to Bernie uh, because Medicare for all would be great right now wouldn't it
0: yeah y'all who uh, think that it's like hopeless Obama had less delegates at this point
1: in 2008 good to know good to know yeah, keep fighting. Um there's there's still time. We got till November. We can make this shit work. Uh be good. Um uh, Wrestle Boys 316 says, Wash your hands, you fucking filthy animals. Ah, professional wrestling. A classic narrative of good versus evil, face versus heel, Rudo and Technico. Now, the question, though, is what would a match be with only heels or only faces? I would submit to you that that match or that storyline would be boring. In fact, it is the balance of professional wrestling that speaks to me the most. The requirement of a good and an evil side in telling this complete narrative. I am also impressed by a nice Phoenix Splash.